0: Hello, welcome to Unleashing the Champion Within. I'm your host, Cindy Stewart, and each week we'll bring you an inspiring message and give you tools to help you release the Champion Within. To find out more about Unleashing the Champion Within, go to my website, cindy-stewart.com. Our music today is by Alexander and the Grapes. Check out their latest release, Hyper Self, on iTunes. Do you know dreaming is an important part of your success? Welcome to Episode 3, Dreaming for Success. And I'm not talking about dreams you have at night. I'm talking about dreams you have for your life. Do you have dreams for your life? John Max will put it this way. Dreams are seeds of possibility planted in your soul. Calling you to pursue a unique path to the realization of your purpose. Dreams are seeds for the future is basically what he's saying. And when we dream it, it prepares us for the amazing opportunities for our purpose as we go. And dreaming is part of the process to unleash the champion within you. I shared a little bit on our last episode about how I learned to dream. It's on episode two, Identity Uncovered. So you can check it out after you get through with this. I know I had to learn how to think bigger than my upbringing, my training, and risk giant-sized dreaming. Do you dream? Let's look at the brain science first. Over the last few years, it seems... A greater quest to understand the impact your mind has over your thought life, on your physical health, emotional health, and possibilities for your future. There's been so many books written about this subject, and one of my favorites is by Dr. Carolyn Leaf, Switch Your Brain On, The Key to Peak Happiness, Thinking, and Health. It includes a 21-day brain detox plan understanding the power contained in the mind is more than positive thinking it is understanding that our mind sends signals and the signals it sends to our body causes our body to respond and everything within our body responds In her book, she mentions this Harvard medical study, which found that 75 to 98 percent of mental, physical, and behavioral illnesses comes from one's thought life. Wow, think about that for a moment. Our thought life can affect the health of our body, the health of our organs, of our emotions, just from our thought life. And the words that we say. We have to make a change to the way we think and the words that we speak about ourselves in order to keep ourselves healthy. Here are some of the points that are critical to our understanding. And if we pay attention to these, it will enable us to reset our thinking in a way that benefits us. Now, this is way oversimplified and you can read the book. And like I said, there's many like this, but I want to capture kind of the heart of the matter. When you're sleeping, you are regenerating fresh brain cells. These new neurons are affected by positive and negative thoughts. If we are thinking, my muscles are weak, I don't even think I can make it to the mailbox then our body responds with weak muscles and coming into agreement with, let's not even try to go to the mailbox. So when you think or speak negatively, your body releases a protein that comes out in a warped, withered, tree-looking shape. And we program this negativity into our body. This wilted tree, lifeless, is attaching to us, full of negativity. When we think or we speak positively, the protein is alive. And the new neurons are empowered and are strengthened. And they look like a fresh, bright tree with nothing wil- withered or wilted, but all standing at attention. Positive thoughts and words will reign and negative thoughts and words actually wither away. So when you speak words that bring hope, that bring life, that bring purpose, that bring direction, your cells, your bones, every part of your body responds. We have got to speak positive words over us we have to speak life into us and you see this in athletes think about this scenario because they understand pushing through with their mind over the physical limitations of their body to win the race you see this in athletes they know how to push through the weakness of their body by having their mind release what they need to do. Here's a great example. 2017 Super Bowl was nuts. By halftime, we saw what seemed to be an easy win coming for the Atlanta Falcons. The score was 21 to three. Then something happened. Toward the end of the third quarter, I saw a change on Tom Brady's face. Even in his body, there was a mind shift. He made play after play until the Patriots won in a historic Super Bowl. And it's interesting because when he was throwing the ball, it was like all he could see was the goal line and his teammates. And the execution was perfect. And this was his Super Bowl post on Instagram it takes a team and so much love hashtag never stop believing now think about in context of what we've just talked about Tom Brady's mind sent the word out to every part of his body never stop believing as a team we can win this game and they did scoring 31 points in the second half 19 of them in the fourth quarter And then the final score in overtime. So go back and think about a time when you faced the impossible and you pushed through and you conquered it. You just set your mind that I'm going to get through this. And you did. And you had victory. And this is the thought life for the foundation of dreaming. There's a book I love. It's by Andy Mason called Dream Culture, Bringing Dreams to Life. And he says, dreams are hope carriers and are not bound by time or present circumstances. So where you are now doesn't prevent you from dreaming for the future because it will carry hope in you toward the realization of those dreams. So what are you dreaming about? What does the future look like for you? I shared in our last episode how I didn't really know how to dream. I had limited my thoughts to short-term goals instead of including long-term dreams. My husband would always say, whatever your mind can conceive, Cindy, and believe you can achieve. And my problem was I just couldn't conceive much. But I learned how to dream. I learned how to let my mind conceive more than just my day to day. So how do you do that? How do you learn how to dream? So let's keep on about how do we dream. Personally, I just started with a pen and a piece of paper. And I began to write down everything I could think of, no matter how outrageous, how silly, or even how daring the dream seemed. It took a little to overcome my hesitation of even thinking in that way, even thinking bigger than my current life. I love this saying by Kenneth Hagin that says, if your dream isn't big enough to scare you, then it isn't big enough. It took me years before my dreams really scared me. But when my dreams really scared me, they also excited me too. They stirred something up in me that made me want to go for them and just see how it all turns out. You know, I write my journal every day and I have close to 20 years. And I would encourage you to get a journal and start writing too. It's a great way to keep up with your dreams. It's a great way to expand what you're thinking. And it's a great way To be able to look back and see what you've written a year ago or two years ago or five years ago and be amazed and surprised about all that you have accomplished and to see your dreams begin to come to life. A few years ago, I became a little bit more intentional and detailed about my dreams. Worksheet ready for you to download at the end of the podcast. So I'll have that information in a minute. I started by using an outline from Andy Mason's book, Dream Culture. And he he said, just take these categories and start dreaming in them. And here's some of the categories. Big dreams, like big crazy dreams that are just way out there. Fun dreams. Things you want to be. Things you want to do. Things you want to have. Spiritual dreams. Financial dreams. And legacy dreams that you want to leave long after you've gone and that's that making that long lasting impact and there's all kinds of dreams you can have and they don't have to be in these categories but it does get you started in the right direction now here's a sample of a few of the things i dreamed of from this little exercise i did uh in it from his book big dreams okay i want to have an impact in the city that i live and it's interesting because not long ago i was asked to be on a board of city plan for the tampa region and we are seeing an effective change in our region by offering care centers we now have six which provide food clothing classes to train and equip people Tutoring, mentoring, it's so incredible. And we've been asked to open up another one. And who would have thought just dreaming about making an impact in my city would have given me an opportunity to make an impact in my region? Fun dreams. Some of my fun dreams is traveling around the world with my husband. And we've been to Nicaragua, we've been to Israel, Colombia, France, Spain, Italy, and quite a few more. But there's so many more I want to go to. And one of my other little crazy fun dreams is I would love to have an airplane. But that's a fun dream. And who knows? Maybe that'll all work out. The things to do on my list was to receive an honorary doctorate. Well, as it turned out, I had an opportunity a few years ago to go back to school. And I received an earned doctorate. So just call me Dr. Cindy. Amazing, amazing. I was hoping that someone would just acknowledge what I did and give me an honorary doctorate. But as it turns out, I earned it. It was amazing. I would also love to spend a month in different countries getting to know their culture, understanding their hearts, developing relationships with people. Those are one of the things I'd love to do. Financial dreams. Shoot, I would love to have millions of dollars. To enable ministries and starting up businesses, helping people launch, providing education to kids coming out of school, housing for young families and moms, just a real supplier's heart and helping people get a break in their financial lives. Legacy dreams, I would love for our family now and generations to come to build dreamers, to change cultures and to go further with each generation. That's what I would love. And those are just a few things. I now have a dream page that has 40 plus dreams and a dream journal that has so much more. Many of these dreams have surprised me in a way that they've come alive, totally surprised me. I would have never expected them to look like they did, but that's part of the fun of it. I dream and just watch that dream that's been seated in my heart unfold and just enjoy the journey of getting there and when my dreams become a reality as they start to come to life I go back and expand my vision and dream just a little bit bigger so I can get my heart seated for the next thing isn't that exciting doesn't that sound like so much fun and the real secret to dreaming is getting that seed in your heart getting it planted so when it becomes visible you can recognize it and grab a hold of it i have this great story my daughter katie was about to get married and she found a list that she had made in youth group while she was in middle school of the kind of husband she wanted to marry Now think about this, right before she gets married, she finds this list. And when she read it, her soon-to-be husband fit the description on her list. She set it into her heart, into her mind, into her very being. So when she met the one she dreamed about, she didn't have to get out her list and check it all off. She was able to recognize it. Because her mind, her heart, her spirit had a resounding yes. So let's start dreaming. Whether you're new at dreaming or have pages of dreams, there's a process to seeing the dreams come alive. There's a beginning step of seeding your dreams in your heart. So get a dream journal so you can begin the process. Or look through your dream journal and see where you are in the process. But I always tell everybody, step one is to invest in dreaming. Just like anything you're going to be good at, you have to invest in it. If you're going to be a good tennis player, you have to practice. If you're going to be a good writer, you have to write. And by investing, I mean you have to spend some time dreaming about your life. And that's one of the most critical steps you can take because without dreaming you don't seed your heart so what is the life that you want what are the things that you desire that you dream about remember when we were little kids we used to dream about all kinds of things about being a fairy princess about being a superhero about being a race car driver a fireman We, we dreamed about all kinds of things Let that childlike dream ability come back in you and just start making a list. Go sit in the park, go sit in your car and just start making a list about big dreams, fun dreams. We listed a few things, things to be, things to do, spiritual dreams, financial dreams, relationship dreams. Invest in yourself. You are the best investment you can make. What kind of life can you dream about right now? Step two is just become emotionally invested in these dreams. You've taken the time to make the dreams. Now take the time to emotionally invest in your dreams. Write about what would your life look like if these dreams came alive? You can just pick one thing. What would my life look like if my marriage was strong And my husband and I worked together and really enjoyed spending time together. What would it look like if I was able to send my kids to college with no debt? What would it look like if I had the job of my dreams? What would I do? Well, you know, just think about emotionally invest. What would that look like? How would it make you feel? How would it affect your family, your friends? What lasting impact would you make in the lives of others? That's an emotional connection to that dream. And then step three, take an action step forward. As you review the dreams, ask yourself, which one excites me the most? Which one kind of stands out, highlighted to me? Find one action that you can take toward that goal. I know one of my friends owned a, building business but always had a passion for cooking and possibly owning a restaurant his action step was he volunteered at an italian restaurant once a week learning how to be a sous chef learning how the back kitchen worked learning how the front of the house worked just learning the restaurant business he took that action step to test to see if that's really what he wanted to do Maybe you have a passion to write a book. You always wanted to write a book. The subject you want to write about is probably burning in you already. It may be about love or relationships, or it may be a mystery, true life crimes, training children, spirituality. What is it? Books can be written from your own experience and your journey of getting from one point to the next. So find out what it is and take an action. Begin slowly. Write a short story or a blog. For me, that's how I got started. My dream was to write books that would impact others like other books had impacted me. And I began to write a blog at my church. I'm being connected with God. And eventually it became my first book, "Believing God and Believing His Word, which you can purchase on Amazon or on my website. But it just took one step at a time. I wrote a blog every week. And I had to have it ready by Thursday. And sometimes when Thursday came, I was like five in the morning trying to write. But sometimes I had it done way ahead of time. It was just the most exciting, uh, nerve-wracking training experience that I had. So are you excited? It's time to get started. Dreams are waiting to be activated in you. And no one can keep your dreams alive but you. We're going to end today's session with a true story from uh, from a book I read called Imagine That, Unlocking the Power of Your Imagination. So here goes. Listen to this. And you may recognize who this is. In the late 1960s, there was a man who had a dream. He became a famous musician. He knew exactly what he wanted to do, so he left high school in order to pursue this dream. He started performing in small clubs, bars, and grew weary and discouraged as he sang for a handful of drunks. He had dreamed of performing for sold-out crowds nationwide and around the world. He had dreamed of seeing his name up in lights and down the streets. He could see people lined up to get his autograph these were the things he had imagined for himself he dreamed that his albums were in every music store in america and around the world he even imagined that one day he would perform for a packed out baseball stadium before long he was totally broke and the only joy in his life was a girlfriend who had supported him the two of them started spending the night in a 24-hour laundromat in order to save money when his girlfriend grew weary of this gypsy lifestyle, she finally left him. After she left, he decided to commit suicide because he thought he had lost his only joy in life. On that night, when he decided to commit suicide, the young singer and songwriter drank a bottle of shoe polish and a bottle of vodka. He woke up the next day, however, to discover that he wasn't dead, but he was very sick. At this point, he checked himself into a mental hospital Less than three weeks later, he released himself from the hospital. When he checked out, he knew he was a new man. He felt refreshed, excited, rested, and was ready for life once again. He now felt that he'd been given a second chance, a new opportunity. He made up his mind that he would work and do whatever necessary to see his dream come alive. Three years later, he wrote a song. Today, people all over the world know him. His dream was fulfilled and on June 22nd and 23rd in 1990, he performed that song he wrote to a sellout crowd of 90,000 people at Yankee Stadium in New York. He has become known as the Piano Man and his name is Billy Joel. He was and is a man with a dream, a man who wasn't afraid to use his imagination His dream came true even though he had tried to kill himself and checked himself into a mental institution. Those early brushes with death and insanity changed his destiny. That is an incredible story. It's time to seed your heart. It's time to set your course toward achieving your dreams. Remember, a champion's life is filled with dreams realized and dreams to come. And as Muhammad Ali said, champions aren't made in the gym champions are made from something they have deep inside of them a desire a dream and a vision excited so let's get busy i have a dream worksheet you can download at cindy stewartcom forward slash dream worksheet now go and live your dream and experience your passion Thank you for listening today. Did you enjoy this podcast? Before you leave, take a minute and rate it on iTunes and subscribe to Unleashing the Champion Within so you won't miss an episode. You can also visit our webpage, Cindy Stewart.com, and get your free ebook, Relational Leadership. You can contact me on my website or on my Twitter account at Cindy Stewart1, on Instagram, Cindy Stewart Author, and Facebook, Cindy Stewart Author. Until next time, remember, live your life as a champion, making every day count. Thank you.